0: Get ready to rock radio, music you want to hear.
1: Well, let's bring the story up to date, because in the past 12 months, I think the Dan Reed Network is the gift that's been keeping on giving, because you've done um, a couple of tours in the UK, and you've been recording this new album. Did you write um, specifically for the album? Yes. Or did you have a residue of songs that you pressed into action? No,
0: there was 13 songs on the record. Um... Ten of them were written last year between March and October. So the ten of them were written as all for this album. One song was written by a Swedish artist from an island called Gotland, a song called Reunite. And I kind of reworked it a little bit for DRN, changed some lyrics here, there, and some melody stuff, but primarily that's their song. And then um, a song called Heaven and Sharp Turn uh, were written uh, about 12 years ago, I guess now back when I was during going through a very dark period in my life, the one that Classic Rock seemed to focus on. <laughs> um, yeah, so those songs were written back then. Um, they were both songs that the network heard and liked and said we should do something with them. And Rob Dacre is a co-writer of Heaven, so he, now that he's in the band, it felt like, oh, this is a DRN song then because it's written by one of the band members and myself. So, mm. so that's it's fantastic. As I said in the mm. review mm. it
1: actually connects with the 80s. And mm. I think the whole album does. Yeah. But it moves the story forward as well. I think that's what you wanted, Dan, isn't it? Rick? You didn't want it to be too retro.
0: Well, the thing was, is we wanted to pay respect to our history. Um, the fact that we were considered this funk rock band is always in the back of your head. Um, But we also wanted it to be contemporary for for 2016, so I guess the goal there was to make sure the production uh, encompassed both DRN's past sound and what we hope to achieve going into the future, like if we wanted to do another album. And so what we did is we didn't use a lot of effects, we used just dry amps, um, Brian plugging directly into them, and a lot of keyboards we brought, especially in Sharp Turn, and And just really, I think the theme, uh, thematically, we tried to make sure that we focused on what we are as human beings now in our lives, as opposed to trying to relive the glory days and sing about, you know, going out and partying or getting laid or whatever that stuff is that you sing about when you're 25, 24.
1: Now, we mentioned in the review as well that this album might be seen by some Mm. as a natural extension of your solo work.
0: Yeah, I've heard that.
1: Were you mindful that any new album could be construed like that, really. And for example, um, I mean, in the 1990s and beyond, you've Mm. had more of a musical output than the rest of the guys, because you had your solo albums. As far as releasing stuff, yeah, possibly. possibly. So you've kept your hand in, really, like that, Mm. and a greater output of albums. Um, and of course you've always been the chief songwriter but yeah. when you made the album mm. were, were you thinking like that at all or, or is that something you've heard subsequently? Well, well I
0: was con- conscious of trying to not have it sound like my solo stuff, I think my solo music was much more chilled out and laid back, um, more internalised uh, production as opposed to external big sound um, and with the network we said you know this needs to be something that we feel good about playing live on stage and DRN live has never been tame. We're always just throwing 110% out there. And so when you play a song, even like a song like Rainbow Child or on this new album, there's a song called Be There With You, which is very similar to kind of Rainbow Child, even though it's down tempo and kind of mellow and could work on one of my solo records, um, we tried to give it a big sound, you know, with the drums, the kick snare, hi-hat, um, Melvin's bass playing, of course, and then Brian's unique guitar playing always adds another flavor to stuff that I've never can do on my demos or my solo work. I hope it, so- it still sounds like DRN, um, but I can't deny that uh, thematically, it's definitely an extension of what I've been trying to do with uh, my last three solo albums, which is sing about not so much relationship stuff sing more about well it could be about relationships but not about uh, male female or male male or female female it's more about like human relationships and how we get along um not only with our uh, with ourselves but with the earth and with uh, spirituality how we how we consciously can uh learn to agree to disagree about politics or religion um, to try to find balance in these uh, different subject matters so i think the whole album is kind of more focused on that and that's something that drn didn't do in the day Mm. we'd have one or two songs like long way to go or salt of joy mix it up we had a few songs back in the day that touched on these things and the rest of the stuff was all about relationships um it's exact opposite now we have 13 songs and i'd say 12 of them are about (laughs) Finding balance in life, and one of them is about relationships. Well,
1: that's, that's growing up, isn't it? Really, yeah, yeah. I suppose it's a maturity. That's what yeah, you're sort of describing. And my goal was to
0: see if <laughs> can we get can we rock and get funky and have a lot of power and sing about these uh, uh, more deeper subjects, but not have it be preachy. That was the question: Can we do that? And so far, the feedback has been great. You know, mm.
1: well, it'll only it'll get. I mean, we're ahead of the album release, so it's going to oh. get better, isn't it? The yeah. feedback. The album's out early June. What next for, for Dan Reed? You've got a, a, a short promotional tour, haven't you? Early yeah, June?
0: we're doing like nine dates. I think we're playing uh, Norway, Sweden, um, Germany, France, and then our last show is June 15th at the 100 Club in London, which is al- it's almost sold out. Um, and then we won't be coming back to Europe this year. We're going to play in the States and possibly Central America and Mexico in October. And then uh, early next year, we'll be coming back and doing an extensive tour of Europe once everybody has the record and knows the songs. And that way, uh, they won't be sitting there he- hearing all this new music that they don't know, which yeah. is terrible. I mean, I I've saw a couple of bands before where they come up with a new album and they play four or five new songs. And, of course, you want to hear the songs you know oftentimes. And it's kind of frustrating. you know. Mm. Just
1: it's a question I do ask artists that, because sometimes you go to a gig and you do... From my point of view I'd be disappointed if I went to a Dan Reed Network gig Mm. imminently let's Mm. say and I didn't hear at least half the album but I appreciate there are constraints aren't there for artists to to do that really? Yeah
0: well I mean somebody asked just yesterday in London are you going to play the whole album from front to top and I said of course not I mean how boring would that be? <laughs> Just like here, here's the whole new album, and I know some bands do that, but we really like celebrating. It's
1: quite immediate, though, Dan, isn't it? It's you know, it, it, it doesn't seems, take much to get into. Yeah, this which album. is I
0: think mm. I I like infectious music, mm. and I don't know um, the true test of it is if you get sick of it right away. Um, the thing I liked about, for example, Spirit of the Radio from Rush that first riff it's addictive Bam, and the drums come in and you go i love this right away but you can listen to that song now um 25 30 years later whatever when it was released and and still it feels fresh and new and that's something great you can't say that about s- s- other, some other artists where you're like i heard that song so many times when it came out i, I I'll be happy if I never hear it again. So I hope this new DRN album is uh, something that can stand the test of time. I think,
1: I think well, personally, I think it really it, it looks back, but it looks forward. Mm. And going back to something we were saying before about. Um, you know, your sort of input in the album, I mean, presumably the next album, mm. there must be a next album. No, we hope so, yeah. Yeah, That maybe um, it will be a different process as well, because, yeah. you know, you're playing together now, yeah. you've, you've got views, haven't you? And maybe the, there'll be more of a distance between mm. your solo stuff mm. and the, the yeah. network stuff. Yeah, I
0: think so. I think you're absolutely mm. right. And, you know, Rob didn't have a lot of influence on the writing for this album, because he was, he was completely swamped and busy last year. But I see Rob, Brian, Melvin, and I really getting together more, and especially during jam sessions at sound checks. Oftentimes we come up with ideas there, and I have my iPhone there, and I'm recording the, the five-minute you know, little jam session we have. And oftentimes there's great potential in uh, some of those sessions. So we'll be doing that a lot. And that as surely a tour.
1: gives you a much better idea than what you were saying about uh, hearing a bus note or a yeah, yeah. Traffic, traffic noise. <laughs> Yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> look, Dan, thank you very much uh, Dave, This is time lucky, uh, isn't it? And, yeah, uh, thanks a we'll, lot. We'll continue to follow your music, and okay. I really do appreciate you taking well, time to I appreciate today to you speak spreading the word about the new and album. Best of with the album. I'm, I'm sure it's going to go down brilliantly. Oh, thank you. Okay.
0: This is radio for the internet age. Get ready to rock radio.